are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Giants Baseball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik. I'm thrilled to be with you again today. On this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, approximately 15 to 20 minutes in length, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. Coming up on today's show, in honor of the election, which is still, you know, the results are not in, votes are still being counted, I thought we would do a little bit of electing ourselves. Major League Baseball is allowing fans to vote for this year's all MLB team. Fans can vote up to once every 24 hours and results will be announced in early December. So we're going to go through today. I've already filled out one ballot, but we're going to go through and fill out a second ballot today. There are three giants on this list. You had to make the cut to be on this list of the all MLB team. So We'll do that on today's show. First, a little bit about me. I've been a contributor for the baseball analysis sites Beyond the Box Score and Fangraphs as a Rotographs contributor. I started a Giants podcast called Covecast in 2015 and then joined the Lockdown Podcast Network prior to the 2019 season. So the all MLB team, I really encourage Giants fans to vote because there are three Giants on this list. I'm not going to give away the surprise about who's on it. Many of you already know, but... You know, you can vote once every 24 hours in this election, and the results will come in in about a month. Oh, I should point out, voting ends at 2 p.m. Eastern, so 11 o'clock Pacific on November 13th, Friday, November 13th. So three giants are on this list. Are they deserving to win? I'm going to go through and vote. And the first position we're going to vote on is first base. And... The candidates are Jose Abreu, Brandon Belt, Freddie Freeman, Paul Goldschmidt, Dom Smith, and Luke Voigt. So on first glance, Freddie Freeman is the guy who stands out, especially because he's probably going to win the Most Valuable Player Award in the National League, which is quite an accomplishment for a first baseman because it's hard to provide as much defensive value as you might provide at another position. In other words, a good first baseman is less valuable than a good shortstop or a good center fielder, and really a good anything else other than first baseman. And so for Freeman to be the favorite to win the MVP, it just speaks to how much better his offense really was than anybody else. Jose Abreu also stands out as an impressive name on this list, but being a Giants fan And considering how good of a year Brandon Belt had, I'm going to make a homer pick here and pick Brandon Belt. So you might have a clue here about what I'm going to do if a giant is on this list. Freddie Freeman should win, but I want to give Brandon Belt that support. So here we go. We're clicking on Brandon Belt. Next up is second base. And the candidates there are Kevin Biggio, Robinson Cano, Jake Cronenworth, Cesar Hernandez, DJ LeMayhew, Brandon Lau, and Donovan Solano. So the guys who stand out right away, DJ LeMayhew had an excellent season with the Yankees. He's had two excellent seasons 
since leaving Colorado. He really has become better since leaving Colorado, which is hard really to explain, except maybe some sort of player development, just like we've seen with Giants players this year, how a lot of them got better. It's very possible that an, you know, a, an organization like the Rockies is not known to be on the cutting edge of anything here, but the Yankees kind of are. And so that could explain it. So LeMahieu had a phenomenal season. They list batting average and OPS here. He led in both categories, OPS being far more important than batting average, in my opinion. But he led the group here. I should say Brandon Belt was second in OPS only to Freddie Freeman among the first basemen. Donovan Solano, I've already voted for this once. I picked him with my first pick. But here, the the data is so overwhelming for DJ LeMayhew that I'm going to go with LeMayhew. I encourage Giants fans, though, to get out here, vote for Solano at least once. You can vote every 24 hours. Mix in some other guys if you want, but give Solano some love. But here I'm voting for LeMayhew. Next up is shortstop. The candidates are Tim Anderson, exciting player, White Sox, Xander Bogarts, David Fletcher, Jose Iglesias, Corey Seager, Trevor Story, Dansby Swanson, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Trey Turner. So what really stands out to me here is looking at Trey Turner and Fernando Tatis. Fernando Tatis Jr. got so much attention this year. But if you look at the raw numbers here, and I should point out, I'm just going based off the numbers that they have listed here on this MLB website. I'm not going to fan graphs digging deep into the data, I just kind of wanted to vote in a simpler way because this election of all MLB team is not nearly as important as some other elections. And so just wanted to treat this a little more casually. But when we're looking at Turner and Tatis, one thing that stands out is Trey Turner had a superior OPS to Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm sure that's a, a fact that not a lot of people know. Corey Seager also had a better OPS. So did Jose Iglesias, but that's a much smaller sample. That's the thing. They really ought to list number of plate appearances here because it's deceiving to look at someone like Jose Iglesias. It's really tough. I'm pretty sure I voted for Turner in the first round. And so just, you know, I'm going to have to go with Corey Seager this time around. He gets the edge for me. Tatis closed poorly to finish the season. Corey Seager was just great all year, carried it over into the postseason. I'm eventually going to vote for Tatis also, but Corey Seager gets my vote here. Next position is third base. Is is there a giant on this list? Did Longoria make this list? Well, let's see. Brian Anderson, Alec Bohm, Manny Machado, Jose Ramirez, Anthony Rendon, Justin Turner, and Gio Urshela make the list. So no Longoria, obviously no Crawford previously. So just Belt and Solano so far making this list. So what stands out, Alec Bohm as a rookie had a really nice season. I don't think he's good enough here to win this award, but possibly in the running for Rookie of the Year, which we'll talk about eventually. Manny Machado quietly had a very good season, arguably better than Fernando Tetis Jr. And in fact, Machado is an MVP candidate, one of the top three, you know, one of whom will win the award. But to me, this award goes to Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Indians. Ramirez is quietly one of the very, very best players in the game. Had a down year last year after being extremely good the previous two years, kind of coming out of nowhere. This year, he seemed to get back to that MVP-type form. 
To me, he's an MVP candidate, one of the best players in the game, exciting player, complete player, voting for Jose Ramirez. All right, coming up in the second half of the show, we'll run through, we'll continue to run through this. We'll look at catcher, DH, outfield, starting pitcher, and relief pitcher. But before we get into it, I want to talk about our good friends over at Built Bar. If you know me, you know that I love these bars. And I wouldn't be saying that about these bars if they weren't so low in sugar, because I'm a health conscious person and I'm not going to be eating a protein bar that basically is a candy bar. But what's great about Built Bar is that they taste like a candy bar. They taste like candy, except they're somehow very low in sugar and high in protein. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. I'm going to give an example of the nutritional facts about one of these bars. The peanut butter bar has 19 grams of protein, just 180 calories, and 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. There's a free cooler with every purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, as promised here in the second half of the show, we'll run through the rest of these positions as we vote here uh, in honor of the ongoing U.S. election. So the candidates at catcher, obviously a giant is not going to make this list. They didn't really have anybody have a great season at catcher. Travis Darno, Yasmani Grandal, Sean Murphy, Austin Nola, Salvador Perez, JT Real Muto, and Will Smith of the Dodgers. So just looking at the raw data, it's pretty clear that, I mean, it's it's tough. I, I want to say Salvador Perez or Travis Darno, neither of whom do I consider actually like one of the best uh, catchers in the game right now. They're good catchers, certainly quality catchers, but you think of JT Real Muto, you think of Yasmani Grandal, you think maybe of Will Smith making up some ground there. Normally, I would make a vote with much more information, but we simply don't have time to dig that deep into the numbers and run through these. So I'm going to go here with Salvador Perez, quality catcher, coming back, I believe, from a, se- a season loss to injury. So good to see him come back healthy and have a great season in Kansas City. Next up is designated hitter. Options are Michael Brantley, Nelson Cruz, Marcelo Zuna, Franmil Reyes, and Jesse Winker. It's pretty clear that Marcelo Zuna is the winner. Nelson Cruz uh, is the next, is the only guy also in the conversation in my mind. But Cruz missed some time, and Marcelo Zuna, at the end of the day, just had a phenomenal, phenomenal year. So Cruz is definitely a guy I would consider, but I'm going to vote for Ozuna. Next up is outfield. Do we have any Giants in the outfield? The answer is yes. 14 candidates. You can vote for three. So I'm just going to tell you who I voted for or who I am voting for today. And that is. Juan Soto, definitely this guy, 21 years old or something, just a phenomenal talent, just had another incredible season this year, so he gets one of my three votes. Mike Trout, it's hard. I just can't disrespect Mike Trout, the best player in baseball by a lot. Didn't necessarily have his greatest performance this year, but it was obviously a small 60-game season, abbreviated, I should say, and he still had an excellent season. So out of respect and just also a phenomenal year, voting for Mike Trout also. So finally, Mike Yastrzemski did in fact make this list, and he definitely legitimately has a case 
to be one of the top vote getters here. 297 average. I know he had a 400 on base percentage. The OPS is 968, which is fourth highest among these 14 outfielders who qualified for all MLB. So I'm voting for Mike Yastrzemski. Definitely not a stretch to pick him here. The final categories are starting pitcher and relief pitcher. And again, there's a lot of finalists, so we're just going to tell you who we voted for. There's something like 20 finalists, and you can vote for five starting pitchers. Shane Bieber, just running through, definitely gets a vote. Did not pitch well in his one postseason start, but was easily the best pitcher in baseball this season. Hugh Darvish has also had a renaissance in Chicago. He kind of struggled at first a little bit, but in the second half of last year, he just figured something out, stopped walking anybody, stopped throwing balls, really. He's just a strike-throwing machine and just continued that this season, including racking up tons of strikeouts. So Hugh Darvish is easily one of my top five also. Trevor Bauer, possibly future giant Trevor Bauer. There have been some rumors about that. Uh, also had just an incredible season with the Reds, and so he easily becomes one of my top five pitchers. Also, Jacob deGrom is just kind of on another planet ever since he figured some things out a few years ago. he be, I would take him at the top of my rotation any day. He gets my fourth vote here. Choosing the fifth spot is not easy for me, just eyeballing these. Obviously, if I looked closer, I could probably pick someone. I think an underrated pick here that I'm going to go with is Denelson Lamette of the San Diego Padres. Incredible season, got hurt in his last start, which was against the Giants, and then didn't pitch in the postseason. So very unfortunate for him, but he was so good. I'm going to give him my fifth and final vote here among starting pitchers. So it's Bieber, Darvish, Lamette, Bauer, and DeGrom. That would be one heck of a starting rotation. So finally, relief pitchers. We'll see if any Giants made it, possibly um, Tony Watson. So glancing over the list, Tony Watson is not on it. Not a, not a real shock. He, he could have made it, but you know the peripherals weren't really there, even though he didn't allow runs until the very last days of the season. So Devin Williams of the Brewers definitely gets one of my votes. This guy just had an unreal season. To me, he's the rookie of the year also. 17.7 strikeouts per nine they show, which is just otherworldly, 0.33 ERA. He gets one of my two votes. It's really tough to pick the second reliever. I'm just going to go with Liam Hendricks. I easily could have gone with Nick Anderson. Actually, on my last ballot, I went with Nick Anderson. But Liam Hendricks has just been so good for the A's the last couple years, and I'm going to give him the nod Possibly future giant, unlikely, but he is a free agent, just an excellent reliever for the A's, and he's going to get my second vote. So I'm going to submit this right now. Here we go. Submitted. So that was my ballot, my second one. Tell me what you think. If you think I should have gone with Solano, if you think I'm crazy for going belt over Freeman, whatever it is, let me know. Tomorrow we're going to do a mailbag, so check me out on Twitter, at Ben Kaspik. If you have a question you want asked and answered on this show, you can submit it there, and we'll do that on tomorrow's episode. If you enjoyed this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review in the Apple Podcast Store. Cannot wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening, and until then, we'll see you next time.